You're listening to the Agony Column News Report featuring interviews, phone interviews, reports from live book events and festivals, and conversations with readers. You can find additional news, interviews, book reviews, and more five days a week at the Agony Column website at trashotroncom agony. I'm speaking with George Fong. He's a supervisor with the FBI. He's working out of Washington, D.C. George, you're here at a mystery writing conference. Why? Well, it, most of it is because uh, of uh, more it's a hobby uh, to uh, learn about writing and to provide um, some knowledge about the FBI. I come here and I talk to them uh, because they're interested in police procedurals and I can provide them with the information so that when they do writing, that they write a lot of things in a more accurate light and hopefully uh, write things uh, in a more positive light about the FBI and law enforcement in general. Well, tell us about your experience as a writer. I mean, you must do some writing. I do. Uh, I am uh, I currently am, am writing like everyone else in the, uh, the Book Passages uh, conference here. And so we get to sit around and collaborate, talk, exchange information, as well as being able to provide them with the knowledge about how police procedures go through so that they're more accurate in their, in their, uh, um, uh, in their writing skills and in the, as they carry their stories along. Well... As a writer, what kind of fiction interests you? You you work in the real deal. So uh, tell me, what kind of fiction interests you and grabs your interest as a, as a reader? Well, I think all of every everything does. I mean, uh, I was never a real prolific reader at a real young age. And then, of course, as I got into the Bureau, uh, most of my reading is pretty much to deal with uh, cases and uh, case prosecution. So it was never really easy reading. It wasn't uh, lighthearted reading. Mm-hmm. Uh, I started getting into it... Uh, uh, fairly late in life, and then just became an, an avid reader and grabbing up everything. And I like police procedural, especially fictional ones, because I like to see how people from that are non-law enforcement people perceive uh, whether or not they're writing um, something that is, is totally fiction, but to see how they perceive uh, how either law enforcement, and in particular how the FBI uh, truly responds or acts uh, in their character situation. Well, it interests me th- to think of um, you, the documents that you must have produced over the years, those right. are that's crime nonfiction, and that's a certain kind of writing. Right. And then you have that writing over here, and then you have uh, you know Silence of the Lambs over <laughs> here. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> and so that's an interesting spectrum. Could you talk uh, about your experience of those two polar? Uh, are they opposites or? They're not opposites. They're, they go hand in hand. But what uh, we try to do here, and I, I love doing this part coming here and speaking at the Mystery Writers Conference, is that one, it's character development is a huge issue. Mm-hmm. And so when they have an FBI agent in their stories, uh, a lot of times you'll see, you know, just the procedures that this that this robot, for lack of a better term, kind of walking through a story. Uh, and there is a personality behind that FBI mm-hmm. agent. And oh. so we try to give them that perspective. The stuff that we read uh, as an agent or as a law enforcement officer is very omnipotous. You're kind of up here and you kind of see everything, uh, obs- observations, and you write it down for uh, purpose of memorializing the evidence. Mm-hmm. In writing, it becomes a different thing, and, and it's the crafting of it which I find fascinating, and that's why I like speaking to these people. Uh, it really is about perspective. So when you uh, when you write a, a, a protagonist's uh, thoughts and actions, uh, he can be uh, filled with failure. He can be filled with doubt. Uh, he can be filled with a lot of different things that one actually portrays a character's personality, but also brings in the human element 
uh, into these type of cases, and you don't get the the luxury of of seeing everything as you would in a as you would documenting uh, in a in a criminal prosecutive case. So it's a matter of crafting that person personality within a story that is becomes very fascinating, and I think really lends itself uh, to develop, developing a really good uh, good storyline. Well, could you talk about the interplay of characters, because you know actual FBI, you are an FBI agent, and the interplay of characters and your experience as in actual cases, and then turning that into a rip-roaring good story. Yeah. Well, you know, that's that's the job of some of these great writers that we have out here, and uh, they're able to do that so well. Um, you know, what we try to look at this thing is, uh, uh, is to take a look at how, not just how we go through cases, but what affects a person in a case. Um, and so the great thing about some of these writing classes is that uh, we divide uh, these these two portions in um, into very distinct groups and then see how they cross their lines between each other. One is the procedure. And, we, uh, and that's what I like to talk to these people about, is to ensure accuracy or reasonableness in how a law enforcement agency, in particular the FBI, will move through a case. Mm -hmm. And so we look at that in its own uh, accuracy and uh, progression. The second part of that that parallels it is how that one affects that individual, how he perceives it, and how he changes at the end. Mm, and I think that becomes really a big part uh, as, a, as a person. As a law enforcement agent, personally, I worked on several cases, a number of cases, uh, in which uh, your eyes uh, see things in a different light at the end of an investigation. You become very cognizant of, of the, uh, the weaknesses, the failures, the guilt, the shame that falls in line uh, between all these, these individuals, these players in an investigation that you have either empathy for, hatred for. I mean, there's a lot of different emotions that fall in. And mystery writers do a good job, an excellent job, if it's done properly, to bring that out in the story from the beginning where they think that this person has no faults or no fallacies. And yet at the end, uh, you can probably see these things, these weaknesses, and how that person may try to address them and whether or not he's successful in addressing them. Well, it strikes me, too, that one of the things I like about crime fiction is it addresses, it, it moves equally through all uh, levels of society. Sure. And, and uh, as do law enforcement officers as well. Right. No, that's absolutely true. Uh, again, I hate to say this, but, you know, there is actually a human element to a law enforcement officer. Um, and, uh, you know, when you, when you look at a lot of these cases uh, that, that are being worked and you see these documentaries on television, uh, I think they really do try to bring out just uh, the intensity of an investigator, an agent, uh, a police officer, on as they move through the case, how much more uh, it affects them, how much they they soak this all in, and how it uh, how they perceive things at home and and security of their own family. But they also see their dedication and drive to ensure that they get to the end of this thing. And it's that drive, I think, that uh, manifests itself in a lot of these mystery stories. Whether there's um, you know a thriller, the mystery itself, even romance, uh, science fiction, whatever you're going to do, it's all a matter of that personal. Uh, the personality of that uh, that protagonist driving home, facing his failures, his weaknesses, and coming to the end. And I think you see that a lot in law enforcement officers. 
Well, now, that's interesting. Could you talk about how your understanding of actual law enforcement and people you know informs, A, your writing and the way what you bring to this conference? I mean, how do you convey that sense of the personal change that people go through investigating a crime? Because this is very interesting to me. I mean, I read a lot of mysteries, and I, you see a lot of this stuff, and it and it really does seem sometimes like they're just like uh, evidence processing robots. Oh, it's it's like, right. you know, it's a connect the dots kind of thing. Sure. But there's really, a, it's a human being taking that journey, not just a, a pencil. Absolutely. There is a, there is a part of that uh, we, we talk about here, and I love, uh, uh, bringing this to the forefront of a lot of um, of these conferences, and that is the um, the uh, the hardness of a police officer, an agent, uh, on their case and their work, and when they write their dialogue uh, in their stories. Sometimes we they write it to a point where there is um, there is some weakness in, in in the police officer as as how he feels or what he says in his dialogue that almost uh, makes him feel uh, I guess um, somehow. Um, less efficient at his job because he's so traumatized by what has happened. When in effect, in a lot of cases, um, what makes good dialogue about law enforcement officers sometimes is just that non-emotional part that they write in dialogue about what they see. They're very able, they're very uh, capable of, of, of explaining or articulating a, a very tragic crime scene in a very objective, very uh, methodical way. And it's that uh, that ability is to allow that officer um, the uh, well the ability for him to separate himself from his emotions and to focus in on the work. And then it's afterwards, is when he steps away from it, that then he's be able to look back and have retrospective of what what he's taken in, and he'll either handle it through you know through laughter, through um, some means of comedy levity. Uh, or if he can handle it through some means of, of psychological breakdown or stress or things like that. And so we try to bring that out here so that a mystery writer can take that character in whichever direction, uh, which would make the story obviously more interesting. But there is that whole issue about, you know, once there's a call to arms, once he needs to deal with something, he's very structured, he or she's very structured, and it's afterwards when he has the time, he or she has a time where there is a division, either of a, of a breakdown or of how to handle it uh, in, a, in his own way. Yeah, it's, a, it's a process of integration then, so that character development is, is, takes in the data, essentially, and then afterwards that they have to realize the personal impact of that data and convey that to right. the reader. Right. I, you know, I, I can only compare that to a, like a soldier in, 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 a, in battle. I mean, you know, you're out there and you do what you do. You react because you're trained, and it's afterwards. How does that affect that individual? Uh, and we do that in a civilized world here where, where the chaos is is the crime scene. And so uh, a writer has to be able to address that. And if he, doesn't, he or she doesn't address that, then it kind of leaves a little part of that story out. And I think the human element, the, the character development, uh, is what we're trying to help them deal with here so that what, however way they take it, uh, they deal with it in a very accurate or reasonable way. Well, now that's a fascinating observation. Um, you're a writer. Well, I'm trying to. Okay. Well, well tell us, um, what does somebody, as much as you're willing, who's actually experienced this and, and been there and written the legalese, the officialese, um, what do you choose for a subject? I mean, are you writing about exactly what you've done, or are you writing a historical mystery set in ancient Rome? Yeah. <laughs> well, 
I would like to write about ancient Rome, but unfortunately I don't have the knowledge base for it. Uh, most of the stuff that I've written is fiction. It's all fiction to start mm-hmm. with. But most of the stuff I've written is kind of a, a conglomeration of various cases, little pieces taken from here or there uh, that uh, d- develop uh, into a particular storyline. But there's a reason behind it. I, I'm, I'm more interested in the character development as to that that protagonist, that person, mm-hmm. and how he's carried forward through this crime scene uh, or a crime, and how it, at the end, how it affects everyone involved. Uh, a victim in a crime may not be the only victim. You know, obviously, a person that is killed or murdered is the, takes the ultimate in all victims. But there are other people that are affected as well, and they too become victims. Or the person that you find uh, may be a victim, may not be, as as you know, we see it in some of the typical crime novels where the person who you feel was was harmed really turns out to be a conspirator in a crime. I like that development because it offers uh, an individual, a reader, that ability to just kind of step outside the bounds and say, not everything is what it seems to be, and uh, and I'd like to just sit in that car and go for a ride through that story and, and let it tell me what happens, as opposed to always trying to guess what, it, what uh, the end of, sto- of the story is going to be. Now, uh, as a, a reader uh, of crime, crime fiction get, uh, who works in the, the law enforcement world, get, tell me, who, who do you think is doing the best job right now? Oh, gosh, there's so many people. I, I, I mean, there's a lot of them. Uh, Michael Conley, uh, who was uh, an L.A. Times reporter, now uh, turned uh, crime fiction writer for quite a long time, does a spectacular job uh, at capturing um, the the essence of a, of a police officer as well as his personal life. I mean, everything about, um, about how his job affects him in his, in his personal ways and his moral compass, uh, the oddness of some of the things he does uh, bec- just because of who he is. I love that, that character. Lee Childs, uh, the Jack Reacher series. I mean, you talk about a guy that uh, uh, is a loner, a nomad, and yet uh, as strong and as powerful taking things on on his own. Uh, there's this little... Uh, niche inside there that talks about his compassion and his moral compass being very straight. And so you've got that dichotomy between the two. I love that kind of stuff. I think they're doing phenomenal jobs. Uh, and there's all these new writers, these uh, uh, beginning writers out here that are just getting their breaks and you read some of their stuff and you see the drive and the, um, and the, uh, the, the will to, to just put together a great book. It doesn't have to be a Pulitzer Prize winner. It doesn't have to be the literary uh, genius of the of the century. It's just got to be something that if you pick the book up and you read it from beginning to end, you say, by God, that was good, uh, that you want to read another one. And that's what makes a good writer, I think. And I think we're seeing a lot of those. Now, one of the things you said that, that interested me was that the way um, somebody who's processing crime scene details deals with it. You mentioned a word that I thought was very interesting, humor. Oh, absolutely. Um, and it's, it's one of those balances. You're going to be extremely balanced. You may go to a crime scene, and, and you'll see law enforcement officers as we're collecting it. Uh, they'll joke and laugh about something. And, uh, and some people, if you're from the outside, would say, well, how can you do that? That's, that's so cold. We've we got a tragic situation. But in many cases, you, what you'll see is this is a way of how to handle the stress. Uh, you become somewhat uh, disassociated uh, away from it so that you're able to not become so part of it that it affects your ability to do the job. And you see that a lot of, I think, television series, some of the television series do capture that, uh, that, that, um, that conflict um, that a very, and do a great job of it. But in, in fact, it's a very real, very real uh, 
position, uh, psychological issue uh, with a lot of law enforcement officers, as well as anything that has a high-stress type job. Uh, what we try to do, like for example, at these Mystery Writers Conference, we talk about crime scene collections. And we'll literally uh, get these guys and kind of uh, make up a mock crime scene. And we'll put some of these writers through it. And the reason why is because they no longer just writing where you have hours to rewrite and change the story. They've got to get in there and find the evidence, collect it, ensure the security of it. But more than anything else is to make a determination as to what might have happened here. And when you have all those things going on in your mind while you're there in the middle of a crime scene and you're sweating and, and you've got to get this stuff done and you've got pressure on you, you tend to forget about what your job is. You, for, you forget about maybe something that's there. Uh, and so it gives the writer that perspective so that now when they write, they realize the stress, the pressure, and hopefully it makes them a better writer as well as, more as, as an interesting writer for their stories. And also, it gives them some of that perspective at what happens to the the law enforcement officers after the event. Which Absolutely. Is, which is what, what I think is, in terms of a reader and writing, that's where the character development takes place. Absolutely. And you, you see, especially in law enforcement, like, just like uh, firemen and some of uh, other very tight professional industries, they tend to, to, to group together afterwards together, to decompress together. And, you know, that could be good or bad. And especially in writing, it could be a good thing because it can bring out more of the personalities where they're away from the job. It could be a bad thing because they can put them together and they, they can isolate themselves from really understanding what life is in the real world. I think um, what we've learned a lot, especially in law enforcement, at least for me, is that we have seen so much, we have done so much that the tragedies in this world uh, tend to move the level of normalcy of what we see higher on that scale so that in our family lives when we talk about some of these crimes, when we're talking to our spouses or our children or whatever, uh, sometimes we become more complacent. And uh, what happens is, is your family becomes uh, less uh, sensitive uh, about some of these issues. I don't mean in a bad way, but they, don't, they, they set the bar higher too. So when we talk about some of these things, where other people would be aghast. To us, it's like, well, that's what normally happens out there in the regular world, isn't it? So, and with writing, that becomes an issue. So when we see people like, like police officers that will read crime novels, they'll read that thing and they'll go, yeah, okay, that's probably what happened. But to a regular reader, they go, oh my God, that's such a tragedy. So it's that level that we try to bring into in perspective when we talk to these other people. Could you talk about, um, as, a, as a writer, when we're kind of trying to create these things, we also want to keep a, a rip-roaring plot. But, Absolutely, but yeah. Crime investigations don't necessarily move at a rip-roaring pace, do oh, they? Yes, that's exactly true. Uh, when we talk about writing, uh, and in most cases, um, you know, you have to what we like to refer to as uh, call to call to uh, to order, or rather, um, you know, to adventure to deal with a, a particular crime. You've got what ten pages, twenty-five pages to grab a reader, and if if you're an avid reader, you know, you can appreciate that when you pick up that first book and you you read the first chapter, and if it doesn't grab you right away, it can be a long read, mm-hmm. and. So so obviously when we're talking with a lot of these writers, we say just that. It says, listen, you know, there's a lot of paperwork involved and you're going to go through all these other things. You can skip a lot of that stuff. You, you know it's going to happen. So you can just get right to it, uh, knowing that that's, that's a, a legitimate or, or uh, realistic um, uh, approach. Uh, and it, it can be done by law enforcement officers. But you're absolutely right. There could be down days and then there's other days that just move. And so in writing, you've got to compress that stuff into a time period that makes it not only interesting, but keeps the flow of the book moving. And, and 
as a as a writer yourself, um, where where are you in your novel? Tell me. <laughs> well, I've written several manuscripts, and it's you know uh, we I, I work with a lot of different people, and I've been very lucky and very honored to have a lot of these um, uh, very um, successful writers uh, give an overview, a look over of my manuscripts, and uh, and gave me good suggestions and corrections, and I'm working through it, and you know hopefully someday uh, as as part of the hobby that uh, I'll, I can uh, be successful enough to get published. So who knows. Well, I think attending conferences like this is a good way to, to get yourself going yeah, in absolutely. that direction. And these are great people. I tell you, uh, just to be able to talk with them about what we do for a living, uh, as well as the inside of the craft of writing, I think is uh, uh, such a wonderful field. And I would love to see um, books maintain its place in this world. I think with, with the Internet and, and, and uh, everyone reading online, uh, the, the, the feel of a book, the feel of paper, a read a good novel is, I think, diminishing to its degree. And I think with these great writers, hopefully what we can do is not only put some realism about the FBI back into these stories, but also get great stories that people want to read. And, I, and that's, that's the big part of it all. Do, do you think uh, you're a law enforcement officer who is apparently an avid reader of crime fiction. Do you ever feel like you learn something from the fiction you read? Yeah, I, I think so. We, we all do. Uh, you know, it's really amazing because I'll talk to some of these people and they'll tell me the plots of their story. And I thought, my God, I, that's now that's an interesting twist. That's pretty good. Not to say that it's going to happen, but it provides realism to the point where, you know, like I said, law enforcement isn't necessarily a science. It truly is a finesse. It's an art, art game because anything can truly happen, um, you know, short of something paranormal. But in general, <laughs> anything can happen. And so, you know, to listen to these things, to think outside the box, really provides some uh, interesting topics of conversation. No X-Files then? No, I know. <laughs> not, not that I can talk to you about. <laughs> okay. <good. Yeah. laughs> I've been speaking with George Fong. He's an agent for the FBI working out of Washington, D.C. Thank you for joining me, George. Well, thank you for having me. You're listening to the Agony Column News Report featuring interviews, phone interviews, reports from live book events and festivals, and conversations with readers. You can find additional news, interviews, book reviews, and more five days a week at the Agony Column website at trashotroncom agony.